Hello. Hi. Hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Generic Air Porn. <laughs> Thank you for joining us again, everyone. Great to have you back, Charlie. Okay. Thank you. Lovely Thank to you. See you again. Lovely to see you as well, my friend. And how are you doing? I'm doing very good. I'm doing very good. Uh, listen to this new addition to the podcast. New to the podcast. And hey, the logo. Where's our logo? Ah, yes. The logo will be launching ah, this week. This ah. week. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I wanted to do a big broadcast of it on the, uh, on the, old, on the old Instagram. Yeah, we'll definitely um, do that. Already feeling like this is going to be a good episode. So it's I reckon big. this is the one we should launch. Uh, so, you know, promote, boop, 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 get the listeners in. Promote to the socials, to the wider web mm. 3.0. Yeah. Get, get it out there, people. This is generic ear porn coming at you with a Christmas special. Mm. Dipping into your, into your eardrums. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And if you, uh, obviously, most of you are probably familiar with the show, but if you're not, we're going to start with a beautiful bit of beautiful news. A beautiful uh, bit of beautiful news. Beautiful news. I love it. I love it. I love it because the jingle changes each, each week. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually really yeah, nice because, you know, jingles technically are fine but can mm-hmm. be a bit boring because oh, you want to skip them yeah yeah everyone um, oh here's jingle skip 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 you know and people you know we pour our heart and soul into these jingles well, yes we do mm. <laughs> we do charlie yeah, i remember you calling me earlier today you just said harry i think we need to you know do the bump 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 shorter and i said oh don't forget we'll work Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, but that was good. I think it went well. I think it. I think I, I very like well. Mm. Um, do you want to kick off the all beautiful news? Yes, jump in. I will. So, <laughs> on, on a beautiful, <laughs> on a beautiful news. Day Coming up on beautiful news. Um, Charlie, will, Charlie, go. So let me just dip into one little particular thing. And this is not a uh, this is not a particular um, kind of hit at uh, Beautiful News Daily or informationisbeautiful.com. Um, mm-hmm. But the theme of Beautiful News, um, the way that we've taken it, is it's beautiful news that we hear that seems to be slowly progressing the world and the people who live in it in some better way, bit by bit, whether that's through innovation, sustainability, climate, health, uh, you know, society. Um, yeah. That's the kind Generally of- Generally making it more enjoyable to experience the planet. Exactly. So that's when we say beautiful news, it's not beautiful news from the sun or from uh, the Daily Mirror <laughs> because somebody has, um, cheated on so and so on the Maiden Chelsea. That's not beautiful news. This is like stuff no. that is a lot more wholesome. And I'd, I'd argue if someone had cheated on someone, Charlie, it just wouldn't be beautiful news in general. No, no, no. I, okay, I find yeah. fine. Or maybe someone who's married yes, somebody on Maiden Chelsea. Um, yeah, um, it's not Boris Johnson got kicked out of Parliament. It's 
it's stuff that's progressing humanity mm-hmm. away I, from the fickle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think for this specific episode, um, I just wanted to tie in um, a, a night that I had earlier on in the week, which was with a few um, few housemates, sorry, a few people from my old school. It was like a 30 person reunion of schoolmates. And we had a big uh, Christmas meal in Browns in Covent Garden, I had like a private room and I hadn't caught up with some of these people in let's just say five, six, maybe even some seven years. And actually it was really, really nice. And you know, when you kind of go round the rounds and you think, okay, I've got to say what I do for my job for 30 30 times, or like, Mm -hmm. what do you do? That like phrase that is- Yeah, and you always regret asking. Exactly. However, however, uh, one of my mates who uh, I do know like pretty well, um, Mm -hmm. actually, kind of delivered some beautiful news to me in the sense that uh, we go over all these topics of, you know, um, solar panel technologies and all that stuff. What cool, he cool. What, what he is creating is he's mm-hmm. creating um, 3D, as in um, 3D printed um, pods slash trays where millworms can be stored in these trays, um, which generates um oh, sorry okay add 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 like a i think it's a larvae or something to some some household waste um mm-hmm. and you can generate millworms that can be used for a lot of different purposes i think one of them was plant-based protein um and the other can be for um for farm farm use okay farm farm protein for mm-hmm. for cattle so you know you don't have to keep them in large fields which contributes to animal agriculture and Mm -hmm. and the and the downsides of that you can kind of keep them in maybe some smaller density areas um but still feed them enough protein um for them to have kind of nice lovely lives anyway cut long story short uh, he explained to me that you know uh after a certain amount of time i think i'm working on it i think it's about two years or so he's finally got some funding and Actually, I'm reading now an article from Beautiful News exactly about this specific thing. So it's actually quite nice to just tie both of that in. So something that I'm reading, a Beautiful News Daily, a friend from school is actually kind of helping with, uh, and I'm going to share it with you right now. So um, these mealworms, uh, Mm -hmm. so... They're natural organism- oh, organ- <laughs> organisms. They're natural organisms. Oh, did you know? Did you know that? Did you know that mealworms actually have sexual intercourse? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that little slip up there from Charles. Are delicious. <laughs> you can really taste the the sustainability. <laughs> uh, but these organisms. These substances actually, what do they do? They actually help to um, eat plastic. So biodegrade plastic that can last for sometimes upward of a thousand or no, sorry, a hundred years plus. So uh, they consume plastic. They can. So think about polystyrene 
and disposable mm-hmm. cups, glasses, mm-hmm. food mm-hmm. packaging, insulation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so Tom, uh, I'm going to call him out. Uh, Tom, who has created this company, uh, Beer Beer, um, is essentially helping businesses to kind of uh, generate a certain uh, amount of sustainability. So, for example, you have a business like a restaurant who throws away excess food waste. They can throw a portion of that into these trays, which then Mm -hmm. creates mealworms. And then either what they can do is they can um, send those mealworms off to agriculture agriculture, or even, to be honest with you, we do live in a world where where actually you can eat these mealworms. You can buy them from Sainsbury's in little packets. You can have barbecued mealworms. Mm -hmm. If that if that floats a goat, uh, yeah, chicken isn't more. expensive enough for me to go to that. Exactly, but um, but these mealworms do break down polystyrene and other bottles and food containers, uh, which is actually quite a cool thing. And that's wicked. Uh, there's not. I'd love to see that. There's other uh, organism organisms and substances. Organisms, yeah. Organisms yeah. and mm. uh, enzymes, fungi, and bacteria that actually breaks down a lot of things. So. Uh, I've seen a mushroom. They believe a mushroom mycelium that can break down plastic. It does. Um, it does. You are right. It does. Yeah. And it's, and it's actually already in use. Um, but it is quite hard to harness on industrial scale. That's the the one downside there. Um, ah. Okay. So this might be easier. This might be easier. Yeah. Um, okay. Because I was wondering why that hadn't taken off. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the mealworm like product for human consumption that part mm. hasn't taken off and I think he re- realized that quite quickly because the first part of the business was uh, portable trays for you to keep uh, mealworms at home to add to smoothies or things like that so that yeah. part he realized I think hasn't quite taken off yet so has had to change it more to an industrial use, which I think has a little bit more of a better use case. So um, there we go. People are going out and doing some pretty cool stuff in, involving mealworms. There were people who were doing mealworms at my university. They were doing projects. So someone that had a project where they ground them up and turned them into uh, cookies. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's pretty yeah, cool. it is cool. And um, I have no doubt that they have, a, they have an enormous place in the future. And if you can take food waste, and convert that into mealworms uh, and give that to mealworms, turn that into protein rich food source for agriculture. That is wicked. And then also there are people that are working on um, uh, things that you can add. I think it's seaweed that, so I reckon probably in the future, agriculture food for cows will be seaweed and mealworms because Mm. the seaweed means that there's far less methane in their farts correct so uh potentially uh cows will become essential in the consumption of uh methane gases because food waste produces methane gases so if you're feeding the food waste to meat uh to mealworms before they break down and then you're feeding this all to cows um Essentially, agriculture, ironically, agriculture become an essential part of uh, reducing cl- uh, carbon emissions. Hello? 
Hello. Hello. Dropped off there, I lost sir. you. You're back, sir. Oh, yes. <laughs> hey, that's the first bit of dead air we've had. I think we have to edit edit that out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, I you have like definitely brought about the the nice issue of animal agriculture and how kind of that could be bad. But then this definitely reverts that completely. Mm. Um. Cool. Yes. Beautiful news. That beautiful was nice. news. See, you come, darling. Great bit of beautiful news. Thank uh, you. Charlie, did I do the wolves thing last week? You did not do the wolves thing last week. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Because this is wicked. Uh, wicked, wicked. Stop Uncle me. Is massive. Go You've got to stop me if I've already done this. Okay, okay. okay. You, you have three words. Let's go. Yellowstone National Park, wolves. No. I use four words. Continue. Okay, cool. Um, all right. So they, uh, in 1995, year we were born, uh, a group of wolves, uh, 44 wolves, uh, were moved from Canada into Yellowstone National Park. Nice. Uh, what happened, these were reintroduced. So there used to be wolves in Yellow National Park, Yellowstone National Park, and they were hunted to extinction by sort of farmers and stuff like that. Um, so they reintroduced them into mainly unpopulated areas and let them do their thing. Uh, what they, they then what happened next? They did not expect to happen. First uh, thing, uh, they ate uh, loads of baby deer and stuff like that, baby moose and stuff like that. They expected that, right? Sad face. Uh, and then deer and moose. Uh, started to stop going to certain areas where they knew the wolves were. This then had the consequence of trees growing in areas which had never been able to grow before because deer and moose were eating them before they could grow into trees. Mm -hmm. So saplings started growing into proper trees uh, because the deer were not going to these areas where the wolves were. And then from that, uh, from these new small forests, they ended up actually having more mice and more rabbits. Uh, and then from that, they had more bugs because there was more and, uh, and also new birds. So birds started, because of this, uh, birds started coming in, eating the mice uh, that were hiding in the forest and the woodlands. And they had new eagles and stuff like that that hadn't been there for decades. Wow. Woo. And also, and then what? So what? Yeah. Basically, what was happening was they were killing off some of the young that were going to create more. So the deer and everything, the populations have gone down, but to a much more manageable level. Um, and all they need to do now, and what's helping preserve the park, is they have to give away hunting licenses to kill the wolves uh, just so that the population doesn't go out of hand. That's it, sustainably. That helps, that helps keep the park going. Exactly. And, you know, here in the UK, we actually have to do the same thing, not for wolves, but for deer mm. as well. But... Um, mm. yeah, well, we I'm, don't fancy having wolves in London sort of thing. No. So it makes no, perfect true. sense. Yeah, exactly. 
but that yeah, that's, yeah, it's insanely interesting, isn't it? Because um, essentially- I love that sort of that ver- that version of ecological engineering where you they find this sort of interesting natural solution to a problem. Exactly, and like some sort of human intervention that is not so hugely drastic. It's just very light touch to keep the ecosystem going. Yeah, I mean, there's other examples of where, you know, we can solve problems by not interacting, essentially. I mean, this is interacting by introducing this sort of predatory, this predator. But um, an example is forest fires that have been going up and up and up every decade. Uh, the main reason they believe forest fires have been going up now is because we put out so many forest fires. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is just so now the solution in the future is just going to be understanding when a forest is about to, is gearing up because they these forests, they now, we realise that there are certain trees in a forest and things that happen that uh is essentially nature trying to make the forest set on fire because once the forest sets on fire it exposes uh the ground floor again which means you get more small plants and uh, more varied wildlife and that helps keep the soil rich in nutrients yep um so essentially it's a more effective way of uh killing off a tree that isn't designed to die nature created it nature created it that is a a genius nature is a genius and information is beautiful information is divine thank you thank you harry for for that lovely piece of beautiful news Hey, it's Christmas, everyone. Yes. Ho, ho, ho. Oh. Next segment. Time Next for topic time. Time for topic time. Uh, Christmas. Do, do, pick, do, topic time. Charlie. You see, you see, you need to start playing some like little Christmas jingles, I feel. Um, um, I'm trying to think of a jingle. I was thinking, I was in, can I do this at a... Yeah, but I can't do that jingling noise. Let's What's your favourite Christmas film, Charlie? Oh, favourite Christmas film is... Yeah. Mm, that's tough. Mm, favourite Christmas film and favourite Christmas song. Favourite Christmas food. Okay, f- favourite Christmas film. Love, actually. Yeah. Next. Okay. Favourite Christmas film. Oh, f- oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, I know it's not a Christmas film. But it's a mm. film during Christmas that is quite nice. I know what you're going to say. You see, I don't really watch too many like classic, like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street or The Grinch or Elf or something. Mm. I know, that, I know they're like they're they're good. I just I just yeah. don't, I don't really watch them. Well, you oh, so you're talking about Love Island, and you're going into detail on Love Actually. Love Actually, yeah, yeah. Because if I believe if Love Actually is a Christmas film. Which I believe it is. Uh, then Die Hard's a Christmas film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, they come on at the same time, and Harry Potter as well. They're both on at Christmas, as in they both happen on Christmas. Okay. He's like, you, uh, you mother. Is that your? Is that your Die Hard? Uh, 
Christmas. Is that your favorite film? Um, Christmas film. You know what? That is a brilliant Christmas film. That is a brilliant um, Yeah, I really like Die Hard 4.0. That film is uh, d- does not deserve to be as good as it is. <laughs> uh, it is good, but. Yeah, it is damn good. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite Christmas film. I think I, I just I just love Elf. I think it's just so well put together. I think it's a classic. It's just it? silly and mm. fun. Yeah, they save Christmas. They do. Favorite Christmas food for me? Mm. I think possibly. I mean, it's quite hard to unpack all the individual Christmas foods, especially if you've got. Mm. The Christmas main meal, which is a lot of different things, mm-hmm. um, and it, it, I, it's hard to define where something stops being a food and starts being. I think a meal. I think so. Some, for instance, like you, you go, you go, you say what you say, and uh, I'm going to go mince pies. That's your favourite, you because reckon? well, I think because they only happen at Christmas, right? You know, you can mm-hmm. have you can have turkey, you can have a roast any like all time any year round. Um, but I feel mm. mince pie as a as a specific Christmas food. Charlie, what I'd like to do for an episode at one point would be to get all the mince pies. So M and S, Sainsbury's, Tesco's. Uh, maybe we can do that when we meet up for Christmas. We could do we could buy as many as possible and review them. I think I so I put my money on M and S. You put your money on M and S winning. I think I'm putting mm. my money on MS winning. Uh, the reason for that. I is... think that will be an underdog. I think it will be co op or something because they're just trying so hard. Okay. Okay. Good. And then. The, the, I think MS, the issue I have with them, uh, but they, they don't always fuck this up. Uh, but they sometimes put something like orange zest in, try, you know, because they, they believe that they have to be posh. Um, and I don't want that. Just give me something simple oh, or they just do a full heston blumenthal and actually feed the nation with pure mince pies as in meat mince pies ah no i'd love that i'd love to have a mince pie like well i guess a mince pie already exists no that's a pork pie no i'd love a mince pie i know but just i don't know it would have to be i mean obviously you have to be like flavored mints it can't just be like just any any old mints uh, I don't know. I'd probably eat it if I if I, I just do I just with that with that pastry, I just don't think it would go. No, Charlie. What you do? You put some mints in there, right? It's got some nice flavouring, whatever. And then it's got Bramley. Uh, what's it called? Pickle inside there, or something like that. Or Bramley. Uh, it could be pork, mint, and it's got some apple sauce in there. Oh, mm. pork mince pies. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk I've to got me. 14 pork bars. Talk to me. Um, yes. What is your yeah. favourite Christmas food? My favourite Christmas food, I am going to say... You see, so this is what I'm not going to allow myself to say, but I want to say. It's, you know, the, the leftover di- uh, Christmas dinner sandwich. But I feel like there's too many things. But, you know, when you're loading up the potatoes and you're putting everything in. That's, um, that, that, yeah. that, 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 yeah. is, that is actually 
that possibly i mean that i think might knocks my mince pie one out of the park because but is am i talking about a meal there because if i was to say christmas dinner that wouldn't count no that doesn't count i also think the sandwich sort of doesn't count because it's kind of a combination of the dinner the lunch in the sandwich that's what i mean i think i i don't know if i count there. but but i think mm. because it's so unique to christmas because mm. however you put it it's a sandwich what does it include turkey stuffing cranberry sauce possibly mm. even gravy do you know what i did it which was even more disgusting oh, it's just i, I put it's I put, just a dream I put, I put cheese in there and then what did i do I oh yes i bread. put the cheese board in and then, I grilled, and then i grilled the shit out of that sandwich and it was unbelievably oh. amazing oh, oh, oh. yes charlie Yes. yes. Oh, that sounds so good. Do you have multiple meats? I have multiple meat. Not, you do? Not a t- no, no, hold on a second. Not a tuduckin. Uh That's a lie. Sorry. At roast dinner, do you do multiple meats or do you just do no, turkey? No, just, just turkey. But we do have a New Year's Eve, sorry, a Christmas Eve ham. So in that sandwich, there's mm-hmm. also like ham slash gammon and turkey and sausage meat and stuffing and gravy and cranberry sauce. Oh. oh. I want to do an honourable, I want to do an honourable, because I think we're going to put that first, a mince pie second. I'd like to do a couple honourable mentions, all right? Yep. yep. Contenders have done a great job, but uh, didn't quite make the cut in today's listing of two. One honourable mention, pigs in blankets. Oh, you naughty little piggies. Yeah, they Mm. are... (laughs) It's becoming, it's becoming such a sexual episode as well. I'm just like getting an absolute, absolute hard on for Christmas food. <laughs> Charlie, this is generic ear porn. It is generic ear porn. Anything it's allowed. goes. It's condoned. I mean, pigs and blankets. Mm. I don't understand how they don't come out more days in the year. I know. And, people no, no, no. Even, and you don't even think to do them as well. Think about how yeah. many times that you have a fry up and you have bacon and sausage in the same combination yeah. on your plate and you don't think to wrap the bacon and sausage. Never, never. Mm. Well, but it works so much better on the cocktail sausage. But Charlie, something I've been doing in recent years as well is not being wrapping the sausages in bacon, but cooking them in honey and then sprinkling sesame seed over. Oh, that yeah, that wins, that wins, yeah. 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 It, and you know what? That's damn good. And actually, I think I might prefer that to bacon wrap ones. I think you're the winner of Christmas, hundred <laughs> percent. Most definitely. it's the winner of Christmas. Christmas with his sausage sesame season honey. Nice, 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 nice. nice, nice. Like okay, like okay, okay. So, third thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. What was the third thing? Well, my other topic. No, the uh, it was it was favorite oh, film, favorite Christmas film. meal, uh, Christmas song, Christmas song. Ooh, favorite Christmas song. That's classic now. That's that's everyone's got to have one. What would be nice is if we listened to it and then reviewed them. But um, I know, I know. Gotta love the videos. I videos think... factors in here. You know, oh. God. Is that, um, how is that a christmas song uh 
Who is that by? They're oh, all in white oh, soccer jackets. Just it's, like... it's, 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 it's E seventeen. You know what? When that comes on, I actually feel very Christmassy. And I tell you what, the I other, do as well. The other film that makes me feel very Christmassy is yeah, Last Christmas Wham. Which one's that? Uh, Wham. Oh, Last Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Are you thinking of Mara Carey? No, no, no. Wham. Last Christmas. What is it? How does... I give you my and oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. I don't know why I thought that was Mariah Carey. You gave oh. it away. Is my voice that good? This year, <laughs> to See, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. I, 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 I love the Christmas jeans. I've not heard many this year. Uh, good that supermarkets aren't like going as heavy with it this year i think no i know i don't know maybe Probably it... too many uh staff suicides <laughs> what <laughs> that's not based on any facts i'm just saying that like oh, it it maybe. would make me want to be suicidal if i was listening to christmas songs oh. the same 15 all day long mariah oh, carey's yeah. come out of a new one okay yeah no i get you now um, has she? <laughs> has she? Has she? Go on. Has she? Has she? Um, no, I don't know. That. I haven't listened to it yet. Um, uh, so can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's the fact if if you're listening, Mariah Carey's got one out there. Uh, very good. She must have made so much money from oh, that. on those royalties. That's insane. Um, uh, I'd love to know what that is like every year. Oh yeah. Be pretty pretty insane. Um but I really like also Lil Nas has a great Christmas song. Lil he Nas. came out with that years ago. Wow. Yeah. Okay. He wasn't that big when he did his last one. Um, but now he's enormous. Hmm. Are you how much time have you got, Charlie Boy? Sorry? How much time we got? How much time we got? We have five minutes. Five minutes to go. Okay, do you want to hear my new tax idea? Actually, no, we don't have time to go into that. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about it because I think it's genius, but I, was, I don't think I was, time for that. I was, I was going to ask you, I was going to say, do you do you really want to get into your tax idea? <laughs> We've just done a whole episode partially on it's Christmas. Just and it's but this, Charlie, I just want to tell you, right, this one idea would revolutionize revolutionize the world and how we look at taxes i'm just telling I you i feel i feel we need to give this idea an episode in its own rights yeah it's just brilliant it solves almost all problems uh i mean in one nice little boat um I mean, uh, we do not have five, it cannot be gone into in five minutes. I'm sorry. Cannot. Like, uh, I can tell you the idea, the, the initial idea in five minutes, but it, you, you'd, you'd be so desperate to go into it that, uh, you know, it'd just be cruel to leave our listeners with that carrot on a stick. I so, what you, I think we should do, I'd like to talk to you about present buying. <laughs> let's do present buying. Um, but, but very quickly, have you, the, yeah. the first, the first ep- the episode we could have done five minutes could have been the Norman Major episode. Also, John Major episode. What? Remember we did that episode on St. John, uh, St. John Major? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. 
I don't know if that was our strongest episode. <laughs> we could have done that in five minutes, I think. And then we've got something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we did not know enough about John Major <laughs> to do that episode. Okay, okay, presence, presence. Know, who does? Who knows John Major? I was... Uh, Saw a YouTube article today. Rabbit hole, rabbit uh, hole. Everyone rabbit seems hole. to be going on about the whole Christmas party incident, right? Oh, oh with Boris. Yeah. And then someone in the comments tried to say he's the worst prime minister ever or worst man in power ever. And then, as you'd expect, everyone else then comments their uh, contender for the worst prime minister or president ever. And it's just mm. like, when are we going to realize? That until we stop, like, insisting that they're not hypocrites, they're all just going to seem as bad as each other. They're all terrible. Very true. Very true. But if you want to make a um, friend, you can make a friend mm. in the comments in a lot of these things. Yes. <laughs> have you done that? I have done that, yes. you made no, friends in the comments? No, no, I, no, no I, I haven't. But you can oh. make friends in the comments. That's, that's a beautiful thing about the internet. Oh yeah, I've commented on YouTube videos before, but it's uh, it's gotten me a lot of enemies. <laughs> yeah, and that as well. Mm. Presence, presence. You know, that was one of my favourite. Sorry, we'll get into presence, but that was. Have you, you? Do you remember the film The Social Network? Yes. Um, the tagline for that was uh, because you know how Mark Zuckerberg is friends with everyone on Facebook, or was at one point. Yeah. Uh, the tagline was, "You can't have six hundred fifty million friends." without making a few enemies yeah good tagline isn't it anyway that's nice that's nice okay mm. presence presence have you bought them <laughs> so i was <laughs> so i was a bit silly and didn't capitalize on black friday for any of my presents so i don't think there are any deals on black friday this year no black yeah if you want, if you want to watch our episode on Black Friday, tune into last week's episode where we cover Black Friday. <laughs> Did we do that last week, or was that that was two weeks ago? Maybe two weeks. Two weeks. But, two uh, weeks ago. But, Charlie, we do we do these every week. But we do these every week. Um, so presents haven't mm. sorted. Will sort. Um, have the family made it easy for me? A hundred percent yes. So I thank them mm. for that. Um, Why do they make it easy for you? How do they do that? Uh, just uh, told me exactly what they like for Christmas. The most Christmassy thing. Oh, the most Christmassy. And thing did they say all I want for Christmas is, is you? Is no, not me. Just a few items. <laughs> but you know what? I think all I want for Christmas is a small list of items. There's a small little handful <laughs> list of items, jingle. all equating mm. to the big number of a thousand pounds. No, uh, no. But the beauty of. Uh, my family Christmas is I don't have to buy too many presents, which means that the budget for each present for each person can go yeah. up quite a lot and does go up basically every year because every few years I get a little bit more money Someone from my job. Off. Someone drops off. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, but possibly this yes. Doctor. <laughs> Every year um, someone dies. Oh no. <laughs> um, but no. Um, but the thing is, I like surprises. So I like people who I'm not too fussed with like requests for Christmas. So what I say to a few mm. people is just like some surprises, you know me well enough now, you know, do your thing. Mm. Um, but for some yeah. that, that doesn't work. But what about you and you and presents? Are you a presence person? Do you prefer 
receiving them or giving them? Um, <laughs> am I a giver or a receiver? Or receiver. Yes. Uh, good question. I um, I prefer giving. Um, I generally I, I prefer the relationships I have in which presence are not implied. Yes. So you know where there's just sort of a precedent that we might get each other something when we know there's something that the other person wants. Mm -hmm. And it's very nice when someone just has really recognized something that I needed and just gotten it for me. Yes. Um, and I didn't even think about the fact that I hadn't gotten around to buying it or anything. Gotcha. Um, but I, yeah, where presents become implied, I have a trickier relationship with it. One of the things I haven't done that this year, actually, but this would have been a good idea. Um, I like presents that involve an activity. So like buying someone a board game, because there's an implication that you're going to spend some time together in the future playing it. Very fun. Love that. Yeah, that's, I think that's probably one of my preferred things or consumables. So something that you can have on the day. Uh, rather than something too practical. Yeah, I completely get you. Yeah, something that kind of, mm. I love the game idea. That's that's a really, really good one. Um, that's a good game. 100%. Um, you want to get like a timeless game though, or something that you can play many times, not something like these decks of cards with quizzes on them that, you know. No, and also you, you can only play them, you know, three, four times max, like ever mm. in your life before you like, no, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> Do you, do you remember the best gift you've ever gotten? Present. Ooh. Or the one that made Ooh. you the happiest? Wow. Second question would be, do you Wait. remember the best gift you've ever given? Uh, the first one, possibly yeah. because it had yeah. so much use and a lot of fun times with a lot of friends. Um, mm -hmm. It was that, that quad bike. Oh, my God. God, the quad bike, yeah. Quad I mean, that was an unbelievable present in its own right. It was, it was absurd. It was, yes. Um, yeah, and that's, that's a, such a high bar. I'm surprised you're not more spoiled. You're a very humble person, Charlie. Well, that's very kind of you, Harry. Just, I want to live my life, you know. That's uh, how a humble person would respond. <laughs> Is there a twist? <laughs> um <laughs> But no, I think that was that was just as a kid. Uh, you know, you know, you're just gonna have so much fun with that. Uh, that yeah. that Christmas present. That's a good the best, the best one I've ever given. Um, I think it possibly. I think it was an experience of some sort for somebody. Um. Mm. I have to get back to you on that because yeah yeah I think it was it was either like a contribution to um like a lifetime experience I think it was like um my old man really wanted to do some sort of like flight experience and I like put something towards it or something um and that was that was quite nice to see uh yeah I don't know. I think I've given nicer presents that have just kind of 
surprised I think a lot of people um, by maybe how much you know them. And I'm talking just maybe just like f- friends rather than like family here. Um, yeah. But yeah, nothing, nothing specific. What would your two be? Uh, best present ever, Skipper. Skip, skip. Skip, skip. Yeah, Skipper was my birthday present. So he was the he was the gift ever. I wanted a dog for over a decade, and then I got Skipper. Um, I'm you know probably a decade. I was about fourteen when I got him. So, um, and he was oh my god, I love that. I love that dog. Um, when I when I first went to university, right? He, uh, my dad for my little brother was sneaking into my bedroom at night. Skipper's only allowed to sleep downstairs and he very 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 much knows this right he's not allowed upstairs ever uh and yet uh my dad could not work out why my bedroom door kept on being was open and the bed she was pulled off it um and it turns out skipper was waiting for he would wait for my dad to go to bed then he'd wait about half an hour then he'd sneak upstairs into my room sleep in my bed and then go back downstairs before my dad woke up in the morning Oh. Yeah, when I found out about that, I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's lovely. Uh, and he just like, whenever I come home, there's like this three seconds where he's like, oh, new person. And so he's just sort of a little bit excited. And then he's like, oh my god, it's an oh. And he goes mental. And then what would the and he starts like weeping and he gets you can tell he's a bit upset that I left and stuff. Best present um, you've given. Best present I've ever given. I'm probably a contender of two. Um I once gave my mum uh, I was earning money from a young age uh, and I saved up and bought um my mum and dad presents and I bought my mum a uh milk frother because i knew she liked her coffees nice uh so it's this little milk frother from john lewis and then she cried uh i did that um i mean if you and i remember my my other brothers looking at me like you fucking twat (laughs) (laughs) and i remember thinking yeah yeah that's right i have won who's the favorite son me (laughs) Yes, I get all the pies. Um, all the pure meat pies. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yes, oh, that sound right. <laughs> uh, that's a contender. I also, for my brother's thirtieth this year, I bought them a ski trip. Oh, that's huge! So, what? Wait, yeah. wait. Quick question: one that you're going on yeah. as well, surely. Yes. Yeah, I paid for myself as well. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, how gracious of you, sir. Um, but that is that is, nice. that is pretty nice. Where is it? Where's the ski trip? Uh, so it's not in any particular location. I've given them uh, it's sort of three hundred and thirty quid each, oh. uh, and we'll in the premises. We'll all go together. We've now uh, because they couldn't go this year. Uh, their birthday was in September. They couldn't go this year, and also because of COVID, I just don't. We don't want to risk it uh, being stuck out in France or something. But um, so we'll go next year. And I put, uh, I bought a certain amount of stocks and shares with each 
tickets. So whatever the price of those stocks and shares is uh, at the end of the year will be our holiday. Tactical. Come hmm. to St. So hope it could double the price of the holiday in a year's time. But about I, now. I love that. That's very tactical. Hey, he's, no, a, clever, he's a clever lad, hey. this boy. He knows his shit. Thank I you. I got done smarts. He got foreign smarts. Uh, you know what? I think we're out yeah. of time. Sweet. Charlie boy. Been lovely. Charlie uh, boy. Been lovely. Tune Great episode. Tune in next week for another. Thank you, listeners. Podcast. Hope you enjoy our artwork. Thank, thank you very much. Enjoy the artwork, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye bye.